Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today I am joined by legendary Lady Grizz basketball coach Robin Selvig. How are you doing today? Doing good, thank you. Good. Before we get too far, I do want to thank Linda Jacobson for connecting us. Uh, she is doing great things for Montana, and I know that she's a former athlete of yours, and I just thank her for connecting us. <laughs> Well, yeah, me too. She's nonstop action, that gal, and she's she's doing a lot, and she does a lot for a lot of people, actually, so she's a sweetheart. For sure, for sure. So first off, I just want to ask, you know, what gave you the coaching bug and gave you the want to coach? Well, I uh, it was actually when I knew for sure I wanted to coach was after my last game in college, which we lost a playoff game to Idaho State and in the locker room. Uh, well, is that it for basketball? And I knew basketball was a big part of my life. And I knew then I had to stay connected somehow. And I decided I was going to be a coach. That's awesome. So, you know, obviously you've spent a long time at U of M, 38 years. What has been the highlight of those 38 years? Oh, that's hard to say. There would have been a, a lot of highlights. I think uh, probably what stands out now since I'm, I'm done, when I retired, uh, former players put together a secret big get-together, and it was a big get-together, and uh, got to see players from three or four decades there that have, that have become friends, the ones that were the youngest, the ones that were the oldest. And But that was a, a neat thing. I, I didn't really reminisce till I was done because you're always looking for the next game and the next team and the next season and that gave me a chance to reminisce a little bit and hook up with a lot of people that were real important in my life and uh, were the reason I won so many basketball games I guess. <laughs> That's awesome so you mentioned you know that you're friends now with a lot of your former players and as you were coaching them how did you because a lot of times I guess when you're a coaching, you're not only a coach, you're oftentimes sometimes a father figure. You're sometimes that best friend. How do you mend all those different roles that you do as a coach, but you're still the head coach? Yeah, well, you know, I never really thought about those things that much. I, I love coaching. I, I was fortunate to get so many good people and players. And uh, what you do is you share your lives together in a lot of ways. Uh, at the age they are, 18 to 22, all kinds of things going on. And uh, you have a lot of ups and you certainly have a lot of downs in sports and, and you share all those things. So, you know, they say it's a, it's a family. Well, it is a, a family. It's, it's uh, I, I've got another family, but I've got the Lady Grizz family. And I think just because you, you share so many things with them, different things in their lives, uh, 
you know that, that that's what becomes important but uh i you know i always felt that uh, i was more than just the coach on the floor they meant a lot to me and and we shared things that weren't weren't basketball and i wanted to be a positive influence and more than that they were all a positive influence on my life i they created a lot of great memories and certainly taught me a lot uh and uh so it's just, it's just the fact that you share that big part of your life together that makes it special. For sure. So you mentioned family and the Grizz community is one big family. So what does it mean to be such a big chunk of that? And what is it about the Grizz community that made you stick around for 38 years? Well, both my wife and I, Jane, went to, went, to, went to the university here. We love Missoula, number one. And back when I got the head coaching job here, it was a little bit of a crapshoot. You didn't know where women's athletics was going. But it was, uh, they had had a team for a couple of years before, but they were, you know, in, in the old men's gym. And you, you just didn't know where it was going. So uh, basically got to start from scratch at women's basketball where was it going in the country uh girls getting opportunities to get scholarships they didn't have and uh i was fortunate to get montana provided a lot of good players to our program uh, thanks to the good high school coaching and the talent in the state and uh you know it was just uh, i was part of a program that uh, i always used to say recruiting were a small small town but a, a a nationally competitive program and uh I, I never really ever seriously thought of of leaving that i was always looking to the next year can we do more uh, what where can we go and then i got uh uh you know i just was a, a part of, of a team and, and we really did we raised our two sons here in missoula and i think it's a great community and it's, i think it's a great university uh, it goes through ups and downs, just like basketball teams do. Um, but uh, it, it just became a real part of us. That's awesome. So through your 38-year career, you've been through the evolution of women's basketball from obviously, like you said, the startup of the Lady Grizz program to pretty much where it is now, because I know you're still involved with the university. So what changes have you seen in that time frame? from where it was to where it is now well when looking back i mean that the changes were immense uh, title nine was starting to come into play and certainly had effect on where women's sports went and certainly our program along with all the others so just getting to be a part of the early going offering ladies opportunities to get a scholarship to play in college something they took great advantage of and didn't take for granted at all because they'd never had that. Their mothers never had that. Their mm -hmm. older sisters never had that. And so that was pretty neat to be a part of. And then to watch it grow, you know, it, in the early years, we, we got to play in NCAA tournaments and, you know, Pat had summit in Tennessee and the real pioneers of the game. We got, we played against a lot of them and, uh, each year, just to see it grow to where it is now, where there's tons more opportunities for young women in, in the, to get their education paid for and, and actually some pro sports now. And so 
uh, being a part of that from growing when that wasn't there to when it became that was was pretty cool to be a part of. For sure. So you mentioned another legend in women's basketball, Pat Summit. What was it like to coach on the other sideline of her in a March Madness game? Well, we actually never played them in March Madness, but we played a series with them. We went to Tennessee. Oh. And they came back. I would like to play them in, but uh, we had a good series uh, with them. And I, obviously, Pat, uh, immense respect for the real pioneer, along with her and a few others that got this, got it going. And uh, at the time, you know, once the ball goes up, you're just into coaching your team and, and you know. But I, I, I had talked to Pat at the Final Four one time, uh, and, and she had said, "Well, we've never played in Montana. We'd be interested in coming there." And so we got a home and home series with them, which was was great for us. We packed the place when they came here. We actually competed pretty well in the game there. Um, but uh, you know, anytime you you get the get to play against the best. And I always wanted to go on the road against at, at places where they drew, where mm -hmm. there was a crowd, which unfortunately there weren't that many places and, and still not as many places as there should be. Right. But we got to play in front of a big crowd there. And of course I knew getting Tennessee back there, number one at the time back here would, would sell out the place. It did. We, we lost a close one. Um, and uh, so that was, that was a fun experience for, for my ladies and, and, and me as well. For sure. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, you know, the Lady Grizz have always had massive success in the big sky and just have been really a solid team while you were coaching. So how did you have that success year in and year out? Well, I, I, I got good players. That's that's how we had success. And and, and then it bred on it. It, it just uh, we we had a. A fresh, you know, we recruited freshmen. I didn't recruit junior college. We, nothing against junior college, but we were able to generate and actually use redshirt to where I had a lot of fifth-year uh, seniors on the team, and and we were able to have some consistency because of that. But the reason we did so well is uh, first couple recruiting classes were good, and and uh, we got good players and, and uh, that, that was the, the key to our success. I had assistants that were with me for a long time that played in our program and, and uh, you know, it, it, but, but it comes down to, you know, there's no magic wands in this thing. You got to have good players. And I had not only good players, but players that played together well and, uh, and the young kids that were looking forward to their time when the seniors were gone and, uh, you know, it was just we, we had good fortune to have that work for to, to win consistently, which is hard to do. That's what you need. For sure. So now I want to move on to what has I guess what has happened because of your coaching accolades in your post coaching career with just everything that's gone on. First off, I want to talk about. What was it like to be inducted into the Hall of Fame of an, your alma mater and the school, obviously, that you coached at for 38 years? Well, it's, it's, it's quite an honor. You know, I, I know, know of or know most people that are in it and have great respect for them. And, uh, you know, the university was very good to me. Um, and, uh, 
you know, it was, it was just a great honor to, to receive. For sure. And then to build onto that, I, I read that I believe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, you were part of the inaugural class of the Big Sky Hall of Fame. What an achievement is that? Because not only, I mean, obviously at U of M you had that accolade, but then you get it for the whole conference. Yeah, well, that was that was quite an honor too. And it was a fun, it was in the, 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 they just started it. Actually, it was going to be a couple of years ago, but COVID stopped it. And so uh, it was in, it was in Seattle and it was uh, uh, just this past year. And it was a real nice event. The big sky conference put on a great event. And there was, I knew everybody in that, uh, that was in, that's how long I've been around. A few of them I'd only read about, uh, but Dave Dickinson, Shannon Kate, Shannon Schwain, of course, were, were U of M uh, in, in the first class. So it was a real fun evening and a, and a definitely a humbling honor. That's awesome. And then also, I mean, you had the documentary, The House That Rob Built, that obviously was for you and about your run there at U of M. How cool was it to have an entire documentary that highlights your career? Well, it, it was, it was, uh, yeah, it was cool. It was fun. Uh, it, it, the, the person responsible for that is Megan Harrington. Yes. Family Theater Productions, who was a player of mine. This was her idea. I probably wouldn't have done it if it wasn't for her. She's a unbelievably great person. And, and she, it was her dream to put this together. And uh, boy, a lot goes into it. I learned a lot through the, through the making of that documentary and what what's all involved and so it, it's really it's 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 not just a story about the the, the program that rob built it, it really is a, a story of the growth of women's sports and yes. the growth of women's opportunities and they did a great job in the video of and, and since i started and we started when that was just starting to happen that's the story of it L little girls having something to dream about and looking for opportunities and they just did a really really nice job with with the video and i'm glad it's gotten some accolades but those those all go to megan harrington family theater productions and some great great people that produced that so i just uh did what i was told megan <laughs> we had endless hours of interviews and uh it, 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 it was a lot of fun that's for sure it's a great film i i've gotten the chance to watch it here recently and it was great for sure. So the last thing coming up here in about a week, you're going to have the arena floor at the Adams Center named after you. How cool is that? I mean, there aren't many people that get to say that in our country. How neat is that for you? Well, it's quite an honor. Um, I'll have to thank a lot of people because there's a lot of people responsible for that happening, administrators, <laughs> oh, and of course my players. The 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 most the best thing about this is I don't know what's all going on, but there's going to be a lot of Lady Grizz coming that weekend, so we're going to have another great get together where they'll tell lies about me and I'll tell lies about them, <laughs> and uh, that that that'll be fun. And I've got a lot of family coming, and my mom is going to make it here, and uh, yeah, it's I don't know, I just. I'm, I'm sure now every time I walk in that gym and I go to the games, uh, you know, and see that it'll, it'll spur some memories of, of former play, players and former teams. And uh, it, it's, uh, 
it's a great honor for me. For sure. And what was your reaction when they told you that they were going to name the full, the court after you? Well, I was kind of taken off guard. Uh, Kent Haslam told me they were going to, and I, you know, I didn't really, it didn't really hit me what, what, what he was, what they're going to do, name the floor. One of my friends said, good, we'll be able to walk all over you now. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, uh, you know, and then it sunk in a little bit that this, it's, it's pretty neat that they're going to do that uh, for me. And, and as I said, I owe, I owe that to a whole lot of people, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you know, the Robin Selvig just didn't come and do something. There's a whole lot of people that are involved in our program for so long uh, that made it successful. And, uh, you know, that's, that's who I'll think it's honoring. Well, I can't think of when I think of Grizz basketball as a whole, I think of you coach Selvig. I mean, you were a legend for Grizz basketball, so I can't think of a more deserving name to be put on the Grizz floor than yours. Well, I, I appreciate that. It was, uh, it was here a long time. So <laughs> with you like 38, 40, 40 years coaching and you, you know, you don't even think about it as it's going on and then you retire and everything's different and you start looking back and, and, uh, it was a, it was a good, good run with, with a lot of, a lot of great people involved. For sure. Well, I want to thank you so much for your time this morning and thank you for your years for the Grizz and just thank you for being a pioneer for women's basketball too. Well, thank you, Mitch, for doing this and uh, enjoy your Linda had great things to say about you, your, uh, your podcast, and I'm going to start listening in. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day. You too, Mitch. Hey guys, Mitch here with Wide Left Sports, and do I have a company I would love to highlight for you. It's called Big Sky Customs. They make lifelike figurines of your playing days, which I think is awesome because every single person once they're done with their playing days, they miss it. And um, how cool would it be to have a lifelike figurine to commemorate that? And I mean, Rob goes down to the very minute details about it. It's awesome. And the best part is it's out of Montana. Um, so yeah, if you want to get one ordered, just go to his Facebook page, Big Sky Customs, and start a conversation with him about it. And hopefully you enjoy your lifelike figurine from Big Sky Customs.